All right, guys. Right, yeah, to the show. Yeah, right, right, right. One of the stars of our favorite new show on Netflix. We say new show because it was once on YouTube. Now it's on Netflix. Um, but we watched it before all the you know cool kids did. You know, we watched it on YouTube. <laughs> but nonetheless, actor Scott Ham, good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I apologize for the what, what do they call it? The technical difficulty. Oh, it happens. Yeah, it happens. But we're glad that uh, we were able to uh, figure out how to get you on our chat room. I'm glad um, too. And for everybody out there, it was all on my end. These guys are pros. It was all <laughs> I was all. If you guys are gonna see me the five minutes, forget about it, man. It was crazy. Scott, I see that you've gotten surgery on your earlobes. You don't have the gauges anymore. Yes, they are gone. No now, ear gauge. Now, if you can see, they're just regularly pierced ears now. <laughs> Scott, back. you're you're a part of my favorite episode in the um in the series. Oh, that, it's my mom's too. But thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's your mom's favorite episode. Any episode <laughs> you're in is gonna be your mom's favorite episode. Right. <laughs> I mean, I know you're a little biased, but um, <laughs> but you worked with the late great Rob Garrison, who played Tommy. Yes. Um, you did call him a, uh, the ugliest Make-A-Wish kid you've ever seen. But... <laughs> hey, thanks, for, thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> I know that was your character, Ear Gage, but uh, just, I guess just kind of start from the beginning. Tell us uh, how you got involved with, with, with uh, Cobra Kai and how you uh, end up getting the role as Ear Gage. God, absolutely. Um, what's amazing is I already watched the first season and as a, and loved it. Cause I was a yeah. kid honk as a kid. And I'm like, this is oh, the yeah. greatest thing ever. I was right. all set to not like it. I'm like, what are they going to do with this? This is impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they sucked me in like the first five or 10 minutes, the way they did all the stuff that they did with Johnny. And, and it was just perfect. I'm like, man, what a great show. And then, you know, on that downtime in between shows, I got a call from my agent and said, hey, yeah, we're sending you over an audition. And I got it. <laughs> I never do. And I emailed him back. I was just like, holy shit, it's for Cobra Kai. I go, oh, I got to get this. I got to get this. <laughs> now, and did you know so, ahead of time or after? Uh, as far as. Did, did you know you were auditioning for Cobra Kai or did you only hear that it was for that after the audition? No, I did. You get the like you get I'll get an email and it will say, it'll hey, you have a, a message from your agent. And then you kind of look it over and then it, it takes you a little while. You're like, OK, when do I have to be there? What time? Right. And then you kind of get the details on what it is. And then you're like, yeah. oh, all right. That's cool. This, uh, that's interesting. And then this one, I, right when I clicked on it, I saw, oh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> this is great, I was like, what? What is this? I gotta know what the role is, and then, and then because it was like an ear gauged kind of punky type of guy, I was right. like, I, I probably you're don't just, have a shot at this. You're one. because I, you're clean cut, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I just have a lot of fun with it, and um, it was on tape because now that's the way of the world. Everything's exactly, on tape exactly. And um, I do have pierced ears though, so I put in like black earrings and wore a wife beater and i got some tattoos and just didn't brush my hair and just tried to, oh, to cool. bag it up yeah and uh, um <laughs> and then uh, as i'm sitting here in a wife beater with tattoos there he is you're a gentleman <laughs> and like nice and speak well i you're the opposite of what i had to be but yeah I, actually you're right kind of similar but you're much more clean cut i was all yeah. Right in mouth on that one, um, but then yeah, you kind of just did my thing and then uh, right. send it in, and then you kind of have to, at least I do now. After they're in, I just try and forget about them, or I'm going to lose my mind mm-hmm. because you know waiting for that call of like, did you get, it? did you not get it? Because of course they tell you when you did get it, but they never tell you. 
you didn't get it, you just live in that purgatory forever. Right. But anyway, then when I got the call, I was super, super excited. And it, um, there was, but then I thought there was actually a, a chance that I might not be able to do it because I was in LA at the time and it was in, it shoots in Atlanta. Right. And then they said, oh, but you got to be there uh, day after tomorrow because uh, they have to fit you for the prosthetic ears and all that kind oh, of wow. stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. really? And and uh, so moved some things around. And I literally barely got there. And, oh, uh, I'm wow. so glad you did. Because oh, <laughs> I, so, I was like, and, and when your agent comes at you first with the details and then they ask you like, Oh, okay. So here's, here's what a page, here's your days. Here's what you got to do. And you know, do you want it or not? Cause I have to. And I'm like, shit, I'll, I'll go hold, I'll go hold the light. I'll go serve the guy's food just cause I want to just do anything on that show. Right. And, uh, so yeah, I was all in and that was it. I, yeah, I was super happy. And, but what was funny is I, yeah, not everybody was totally as excited as I was because at the time it was only on YouTube red mm-hmm. and it was just rumblings of it now of it and everyone's like oh that's a really good show and i think netflix has given it this whole new like, yeah yeah top ten of the country man it blew up it is trending man top 10, yeah. everybody's imdb shot up to the sky i noticed I, I, have you I, checked I, your imdb rank it's probably up to the sky now i should <laughs> crazy I honestly say i'm not lying i don't check it but i mean <laughs> good for you you're yeah, a better man for not checking. Good for you. <laughs> I probably don't check it because I don't want to get so, depressed sometimes. No, no, no but you're, you're so, so correct because, like, I've been I've been singing the praises of Cobra Kai for the last two years, and I watched yes. it you know, from the first day it dropped, and I was looking forward to it from the trailer. I'm telling everybody, like, Karate Kid, I mean, this um, Cobra Kai is amazing. Uh, you get to watch it. If you right. like Karate Kid, you're going to love this because this is, like, an adult version, and they're, like, continuing the whole storyline and adding depth to the original movies. Yes. And, yes. like, and I, I've been telling everybody, they're like, oh, well, I don't have YouTube. I'm like, it's, it's free to sign up for a free month. Right. Like, this is right. worth it. Do it. Yeah. And now now I see on Facebook this past week, like, people like I went to high school with, people I've been um, I've been posting a lot back in, you know, the past two years. And now they're all like, oh, I just found this new show called Cobra Kai. I'm like, you son right. of a bitch. I've been telling you about this for the last two years, <laughs> how great <laughs> it was. Like, yep. I am right there with you. I was the exact same way. And, yeah. When I told people, yeah, it's on YouTube, right? It's free. You can go on and get. Yep. And they looked at me like I was from Mars. Though. Right. Like, exactly. Like, Wait, you're on YouTube with doing what with karate? And yeah. like, they didn't even know they had scripted shows. They thought right. they were doing some weird thing. I'm like, web, series, yeah. web series, yeah. Web series, yeah. Self-help yeah, And then YouTube changed the name <laughs> of their platform, and that confused more people from Red to right. YouTube Premium. Like, they just kind of dropped the ball and all that. Right. But, I mean, like, the creators of this series, I mean, they had – they had no right to make it this good. Like, they could have just threw out some corny um, Karate Kid parody really? and like the scream and sweep the leg the whole entire like season, and people still would have watched it, you know. But they went through and they just like picked a little details from the first um, three movies and just included it in the series and just like, mm-hmm. I mean, and you always wonder like, well, why was Johnny such an asshole, you know? And now you find out why, and you find mm-hmm. out about his stepdad and stuff he dealt with, and it's I mean just a genius, um, like probably the best continuation of a series that I said. Um, to date i think i mean it's i'm with you and i'm not saying it like i said i was in before there was ever anything and i'm totally with you and i was lucky enough to get to spend my couple days with the creators because they're super involved they direct most of the episodes i think it's awesome write them and just hanging out around with them during my time 
they like get it. They're all about the genre because they did Hot Tub Time Machine too, which yeah, which was great too. So the fans of the eighties. There you go. Just big fans of the eighties. I get it now. Well, yeah, they're fans of fans of Karate Kid too. They knew everything inside and out, and they were like still excited to talk about it. Be like, oh my god, I remember seeing this and that, and and they're like, yeah, don't you remember when? And it was just. I'm like, Harold and Kumar too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I think it's successful because but I mean, their hearts in it. I think their heart is really in it. They and such it. such small little details. Like there were, um, like I watched the Karate Kid before I watched <laughs> season two again, and I noticed like the one where Daniel gets a black eye, he's wearing sunglasses. Mom's telling him to take off his sunglasses. It shows Baby Browns or whatever. And yeah. I, I see a, I see like a carton of the old uh, Minute Maid orange juice on the table, and I saw the old logo. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I remember that logo. And then like I watched season two, and like there was a scene where like. I, th- I believe it was like um, Daniel's mom was talking to um, Daniel's wife and was telling how like Daniel likes the um, just like the cheap Minute Maid orange juice, not the fancy stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> it's such a small little reference that nobody else would have got, you know, probably me. Right. Like, Except you, people. the king of the 80s. Right, stuff. me and three other yeah, people because I just watched <laughs> the first Karate Kid. But it's just a small level of detail that the creators just throw in Easter eggs and stuff after Easter uh-huh. eggs. But do it in a way that it is it's just great and like just including like these new kids but still having to focus on the originals and not being like yeah. oh you guys are old screw you guys we're gonna focus on the kids no it's like mm-hmm. a great balance which you know they're I probably keep about balance very smart too that they put stuff in there for us that like them and there's also that whole storyline with the kids right trying to get new fans and new people maybe that yeah people yes. like my nieces that like the show but they like those storylines and they yep and i love like Johnny on there yeah put that on the uh, interweb and like saying like he doesn't he's not social media savvy and you know, he's like hash brown instead of hashtag it's yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just fun it's yeah, period fun, but period I, I, com yes exactly <laughs> so i agree so, with you on everything with that I, I, i'm right there with you and you now were you shocked to see not, all oh, the original okay. actors come back um all the original cobra kai actors were you shocked to see that in, in your scenes i when i got the part and then i got the script and it came with sometimes they come with like NDAs or little things you're not allowed. And I got one. I'm like, oh, what's going on with this script? Like, right. right. And so I looked at him and went, holy cow, it's all the. I'm on the episode with uh, one of the two episodes where the Cobra Kai are all coming back. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. and I get to fight him. And I was That's like, this so is cool. the best, like, ever. Um, a little behind the scenes thing. I hope I'm not talking at school, but it was originally supposed <laughs> to be um, the uh, Chad McQueen character was the one that I was going to get it in into it oh, okay. and then right. johnny kind of jumps in there and then for whatever reason at the last minute he's he didn't make it and he's kind of missing so it changed things around but i remember that too going wow hold on i get to fight dutch and dutch was like the biggest wow. the whole cobra Kai. right right so um for whatever reason i don't know if it was scheduling or what happened but it was supposed to be dutch for a long time oh wow it ended up being uh john- johnny was there and everything but it was me and dutch that got into it ah. and uh and there's a whole other scene that I'm in that didn't make it. And I think oh, that wow. might have been why, because it was more like geared to Dutch and me having a whole other issue at the bar. And then uh, when they changed it around to Johnny, I think they're like, this isn't making as much sense with Johnny as it would have with Dutch. And it got lost, unfortunately, because I like that scene a lot, too. I got to ask about the bar scene with Johnny. Um, when he hits you with that glass, yeah. how did you? How do you do that? Like, just walk us through how that went, uh, yes. production-wise. Yeah, that that's a great question because I that I took that glass and that that was me, and so I want the credit for it. They, they never let yeah. like, they never let actors really take do that stuff. And the first time we were running through the um, 
the rehearsal and the fight thing, my stunt guy was there and he was kind of doing it. And then, you know, you know, you'll have all that little downtime and then me and him started about talking about fighting and stuff like that. And, uh, he's like, Oh, you have a little background. I said, yeah, I do. I do have a little background. And then we were talking and then Williams came over and he's like, you do. And then it turns out a place where I study some MMA on Burbank when he's in town, that's where he takes his kids. Oh, good. And I was like, wait, I've never even seen you. So we went to this whole thing. And then he's like, you're not like stuntman actor. You're actor stunt. I'm like, I'm no stuntman at all. I'm just actor. He's like, oh. So we should do it with you first. And then uh, and then so he went to the guys that's and was cool. like, let's run through it with you. Then we'll run through it. And then nobody wants to take any food out of any stuntman's mouth either. And that guy yep. was a thousand times better fighter than me, trust me. But <laughs> okay. it still worked really cool that I got to run through it. And he ran through it, and then they kind of intercut us together. Oh, cool. But anyway, the long story short, they just didn't feel that the um, the mug was going to play with the other guy's face. He looked a lot like mm-hmm. me. You could, could instantly tell. Yeah. Okay. They even gave him the fake gate. And so you, I could see him kind of talking, and then I go, they're going to ask me. They're going to ask me to do it. You're going to take the glasses and, of the face. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the, the, the stunt coordinator came over. He's like, what do you think of this thing right here? And I felt it, and it's kind of, you know, paper or fiberglass. You see. <laughs> Like I'm, I don't, you, you want me to hit? Well, we're thinking about it, but you know, we're kind of a little scared of it. But it's the last shot of the night, and da da da. And, and I said, I'm so down for it. Let's do it, man. Hit me with that thing. And uh, yeah. so another little powwow, and they came back. And said, All right, let's do it. So I got to do it, and it is. It's oh. like it's a breakaway glass, and we only had to do it twice, and uh, it was it was pretty awesome. Hey, it kind of, it, and and now that it's over, it did hurt a little. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I, lo- I love how their concern is to film not at all your face like so last right. shot of the night so if we right. cut you up that's if fine we, we, yeah, we cut <laughs> it's all out, good like, that's, that's fine got shot that's already, so no they were actually fantastic <laughs> they were you know they were really fantastic about everything but i i knew it was coming when they were kind of talking about it and then it came over like what do you think what are your thoughts on this i'm surprised actually now looking back too that they let you me do it because i've been on other things where they don't even like me to move a chair or a table around and you feel right. like stupid you're like come mm-hmm. on they're like yeah but if something happens you ruin it for everybody because right. all of a sudden you can't work because you yank your back out and then we're all sitting around here too and i'm like yeah. i get it i get it i get it but yeah that's why they uh, do it's it kept it hard man. for you knowing the glass is coming and you got to sit there and like right. just take it that was the hardest part because they're yeah. like you gotta try your best not to, react. to anticipate it, yeah. No right. flinching. There's the word. She's got it. Cobra She's Kai doesn't flinch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can't flinch. And, uh, I, you know, I've watched it quite a few times, and I go, I'm, I'm anticipating it a little bit. Right. I'm uh, really hard on myself, but I think it came out pretty well. I've gotten a lot of good it feedback. It did. So. It came out fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to go back to Rob Garrison who played Tommy. Yeah, now, it was a little bit of uh, life imitating art, right? Because his character of Tommy had um an illness a um mm-hmm. a terminal illness right. and turns out that rob passed out passed away in real life i yes. uh, was wondering do you know if if he was legit terminally ill and he just kind of was accepting of that storyline for his character and uh, what did you think about of that i got to say i did not know i did not yeah. know and he seemed in really good spirits. There was never anything where he needed time because he wasn't feeling good or anything like that. Really, really no idea. And uh, and he seemed to have a really good time while he was there. So, yeah, I and, and you know, it's the first time I had ever met him. So uh, super nice guy, by the way. And, yeah, I had no idea until 
I, I think I found that on Twitter, probably like a lot of other people did. Well, all of a sudden I started yeah. getting all of the alerts that, hey, you know, you're tagged in this, this is RIP to this guy. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. Wow. Hitting me. And you're right. Total life imitating art. And uh, but really sad. And it was um, it was. But I he had to have been sick before. And I don't want to say that. But uh, I don't really know, to be honest with you, but. Uh, I, I'm assuming that he was, and he probably just wasn't, just didn't feel like he needed to tell people, especially someone that he's only, he, he met for a couple of days. Right, now, right. Now, did they use so, makeup on him? Because he looked kind of sick in the um, scenes. They did. They were weird. Okay. They, he, they patterned him down with a, a lot of, like, white powder. They really tried to make him look pale. Hell, yeah. And he, he, <laughs> he was laughing. He's all, oh, you guys look good. Look at me. I look like a white albino snake like my skin <laughs> uh and but yeah he was he was a great sport and he and he would do that laugh to entertain us sometimes the the, the put him in the body bag little laugh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, forever a meme yes it's such a good callback to the original movie because yeah, at the very end of the episode, they actually put him in a body bag and he's the one that screamed and put him in the body bag. Oh, so so it's a very sad, right. So sad, but That's most memorable. Like deep you're, stuff right there, yeah. You're definitely yeah. one of the most memorable uh, episodes and, of course, characters uh, for, for that one episode uh, um, uh, showing. But I was curious, uh, have they? Mm-hmm. is this the end of Ear Gage? Will Ear Gage get his revenge? <laughs> I know that's... That has been the, the the question, even for me, too, because I would love to go back and reprise this character. And yeah. I, when I got it, that was kind of the thing, too. It was like, hey, it's, you know, it's not a huge part, but it's a possible recur, which some, you know, a possible yes. recur could mean anything. And right. so I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then afterwards, like, oh, yeah, they, people, you know, you'd be sitting around like, you know, it'd be great as if, like, you came around and then all of a sudden you were like crease or something and then you got your event. And so there's been like little talk and people <laughs> talking about possibilities for season yes. three. But then I even remember at the time they were talking about season three possibly going <laughs> to like a an Okinawa Yeah, that's the storyline. That's and, the story yeah. for season three. Right. So that doesn't make a lot of sense for me to all of a sudden be popping up out there. So I'm maybe possibly fingers crossed for season four. I'm not you know, the the mug didn't kill me, but I haven't heard anything as of yet. But uh, I do um, talk to some of the, the people still, and I'm friendly. Season three is completely wrapped, wrapped though, right? Yeah, yeah, season three is done. Season three, they're waiting on their big date to come out. So I, if I <laughs> if I confused uh, my seasons there, I didn't mean to. But uh, um, but I know I believe four is kind of Netflix was waiting to see what happened, and I. I'll bet you there's going to be a fourth season. Oh, they got absolutely. it. Order, right? yeah, yeah, we love it, man. Awesome. There's too much we love demand. It. Of course, we're going I mean, to get it another season. It was number season. one for a couple of days, right? It was, yeah. It was, no, absolutely. Still trending, man. Well, you being a fan, you being a fan of the series, like who do you want to see return in season three besides yourself? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Oh my God, that's such a good question. I mean, the one that you always, I, I would love to see Dutch as somehow get him back. Absolutely. Mr. Miyagi, obviously, isn't gonna, Elizabeth yeah. Shue would be amazing to have Elizabeth Shue bring her Yeah, I, I heard rumors yeah, that was going to happen, but we'll see. I think you're going to see her towards the end of season three. Do you think, think so? See, yeah. That's um, the whispers. <laughs> that well, they alluded to because of the Facebook page, you know? Yeah. 
when he added right. her on and Facebook. Right. And I she called. I would love to see um, um, Ian Griffith, what, from uh, the, the third one, the bad crease buddy from the third one. Uh, uh, Terry uh, Silver? Uh, ter- yes. Yes, yes. yes. That'd be awesome to see him. And, yeah, those, some of those guys, some of, like, the bad guys from the other seasons that, or, I mean, the other films. Yeah, the second so, movie. It would be so fun to me. Oh, my God, yes. The, the Asian dude that catches the crane kick. The dude that's totally, like, pulled up. Yeah, and, like, yeah I think he'll be in season three. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. those I would, I, I think Ali Sheedy would be fantastic. Yeah. And is that, that is the Whispers, huh? See, so you guys, right, you yeah. guys know the inside joke better than me, huh? And, uh, <laughs> yes, I would like to see some of the bad guys from those films come back, because those are always the best. The villains are always the best. Bad guys the, guy, always... the guy from part yeah. um, three with the, Mike, with the Mike Barnes? Like, who was the guy that fought Daniel? Right. Bad boy of karate. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Awesome. <laughs> it's got a question for you. So, sure. like you heard us say, part of the thing that we loved about the show was all the throwbacks, right? That they did such a good job of like incorporating old footage and everything. Did they talk about that a lot on set? Was that like something that was out in the open that everyone knew that they were trying to go for those nostalgia points, or, or was that something that only showed up in editing later? Right. I think um, they do talk about some of like when we were there. And they did. They were all on the motorcycles out in front of the uh, thing. You know, mm-hmm. of course, that was talked about. They're like, look at this, man. They're all back on the cycles again. It was yeah. just, they were just on like Harleys instead now because they were old and they all came up right. know, down the road. And so they did talk. But they, some of the, uh, they, they like, I think they like to keep it close to the vest, it seems like. And they want to like surprise viewers. They want to leave Easter eggs. If, they're really good on social media, too. They, like, engage big time with the fans and stuff. Yeah. And, they, and and when someone will find an Easter egg or something, they I think they like that little deal of, like, mm-hmm. putting in some Easter eggs. And um, But, yeah, when I was there, the one I saw firsthand was definitely the uh, the uh, motorcycle thing. And they were they were they didn't they didn't want him to say put him in a body bag. But there was like thoughts of some kind of. <laughs> at, having saying something from the side when we were all in a fight yeah. but he also as a performer too he really wanted to be involved in the fight a little so he got a little more involved in it because he was supposed to be sick so they were kind of like hey, you're supposed right. to be sick. i don't know how much you right, can fight yeah. but like, i gotta get in and throw a punch or something i don't just want to be yelling lines from the side so um i don't know if that answers your questions i feel like they do yeah. i feel like they do a give and take with <clears> there was a couple things <clears> that they're more than willing to be like Oh, we got to do this for that. And then other things they like to try and uh, set out there for like the, the super fans to, yeah. to enjoy and find the them. orange juice. Right. Now, Scott, we met at uh, the uh, Coffin 2 screening in yes. Los Angeles. Yes, uh, we did. Uh, Scare LA, uh, that horror convention, which was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I see on IMDb you got uh, Coffin 3 in pre production. Uh, 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 what's the latest on Coffin 3? Because we're. You know, yeah. us, all of us are friends with Johnny, uh, Johnny Alonzo yes. here in studio. So, and yes, absolutely. Johnny's a good guy. He's a friend of mine, too. And yeah, we did a um, like a sizzle, like a concept trailer for it. And I know that there's like uh, a couple people, a couple production companies, smaller production companies that are wanting to take this up. And they're kind of in that limbo right now of, of which way the story is going to go and how it's going to go. I, I think they were actually, too, they're going to they're looking at gearing this one more towards about Johnny and his cast, his character trick and his cast of uh, evil, his evil cast of uh, criminals 
as opposed to just one mm-hmm. guy that these guys are looking for. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm rooting for it. Uh, everybody that's involved in it seems to be really cool. And uh, I would love to bring back my character and uh, what they had written so far that I saw when we shot the trailer, um, I think at the very beginning of the year, right before uh, COVID, or I shouldn't say trailer, the sizzle or the concept trailer. Right, right, you right. Call it. Uh, you know, they had done some interesting things things with my character he's fired from the fbi now and i was kind of like had the lumberjack look going so i thought that was going to be really fun and uh yeah we'll see it's kind of a wait and see and then with this whole covid thing everything right. kind of went into like have you know, have you been on set yet since the covid uh, has happened yeah i just did my first thing and there was one or two crossovers from that coffin series that were in it too um uh kip uh tribble and yes uh, I think you met him too. Kip's a great guy. Yes. And uh, um, it's a, they were doing a film called evil at the door and we just did it. It's, it's kind of like a kind of loosely like a purge type movie where cool. there's a group of people that every year they get assigned a crime to do. It's like almost like a, a foursome of golfers and that goes golfing once a year. But what they do is they get assigned to, to do home invasions like once a year and it's kind of creepy and weird and but it was my first day mm-hmm. first time back on set since the COVID thing so it was really exciting oh it was great different, way different like the way they do things was well we'll have different. to have you back when that film drops Scott yeah absolutely. sure Definitely. talk about it but we, we wish you all the luck man at Cobra Kai this is amazing for you guys and of course Coffin 3 um, and I know you have your own production company, so that's really cool. I'm reading. So there's a lot of stuff going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't mind, if I could mention one thing. Yes. Plug away, man. Plug away. Please. One big plug because this is the first one coming out of my little production company. It's called uh, The Stay, and it's Stay. it's called The Stay. It, and uh, we finished it right before COVID hit, like literally like a week before. Oh, oh good wow. timing. Wow. Good timing, man. And got it just, on the can yes just uh the trailer is um you know you can go to my instagram uh, scott ham eight there's also an official instagram page for the stay the trailer's officially up the uh, artwork for it's up um and uh it's in distribution talks right now so we're kind of getting to see where we land we've had a lot of companies already reach out for us so i'm super super excited so we'll have to come back awesome. and talk about it because it's a it's a like an Airbnb type thriller. Some people rent awesome. an Airbnb and then uh, everything goes haywire from there. But I'm really excited about it. I've had some scary Airbnb, Airbnb experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are. You can say your character from Cobra Kai. Yeah. Let us know you're on Below the Belt. and Maybe throw out a Karate Kid or Cobra Kai catchphrase at the end. Hey, you got it, man. So... This is Scott Ham, um, actor Scott Ham, and now recently a uh, new producer and uh, uh, Scott Ham with Tony Nicole Productions. I'm here on the Below the Belt show. Uh, today we are discussing and representing the uh, new phenomenon, Cobra Kai, where I play Ear Gage in uh, season two, episode six, and I get to fight almost the entire Cobra Kai. So you guys, you got to nice. come check that out. And like they say, strike hard, strike first, no mercy. Yeah, nailed it. Awesome. Nailed awesome. It. Scott, have a great That's night. A Thanks for right there. Thanks <laughs> for calling us BTV, my man. Okay. I hope to see All you okay. in season Thank four. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. You guys were fantastic. Thank you very awesome. much. Thanks, see Scott. ya. Take Thanks care, guys. so much.